Hi, four brothers. The four brother is the best. <laughs> Topic opinions, yo, we got it covered. Mash it up with the butter gravy, keep it smothered. Four brothers taking over, gotta love us. Place you in the podcast, we'll wait to discover new shit, old shit. Flip the subject, first amendment, say what you feel, the ones above it. Sometimes keeping it real is so coveted. Remember me telling you now what four brothers did. Interesting, you interested? Invest in an investment? Dreams are as real as you make them. Salute accomplishments. It's four brothers. It's four brothers. Yo, this goon already dead it and finished you. Where do I start? My crew got more animals than Noah's Ark. Shark infested waters, you bait us, you getting ripped apart. We breaking shit, but yo, this shit just can't be stopped. Four bros, we go went off the script. Just know we pros at talking shit. Oh, you joke? Okay, we'll bust your shit. It's your boat. If we go, you jumping shit. But if you come correct, you give it, you get respect. You bring something to the table, then we can break some bread. We just relaxing and catching up on the time we missed. Toasting glasses and laughing at all kind of shit. Four brothers. Four brothers. Four brothers. And y'all are brothers too. We just got different mothers. Check us out. Like, comment, subscribe. Hit us up on Spotify. Hit us up on Spotify. YouTube. All that. (laughs) Welcome. To the Four Brothers Podcast. I'm Ro. Rick Starr. Big Six. Killer King. And our guest today is? John Scully. John Scully. Yes, sir. The tell, legendary. The legendary. You want to tell a little bit about yourself? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I used to be an uh, amateur and a pro fighter from uh, 1983 to 2001. And then uh, after my last fight, I transitioned into training, trained fighters. And uh, that's what I do now. Amateur and pro. Let, let's start from... Somewhere near the beginning. Okay. Um, amateur, 1987. <laughs> New England Golden Glove Championship. Oh, yeah. Who was the champion that year at 165? <laughs> that was me. <laughs> because the story that we heard was there was another guy who was supposed to be champion that year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 87? 87. Supposed yeah. to be. In 1987, you, you and... Mr. Greg Towns were both the top two at 165. No, no, no. he was light heavyweight. He went to the New England. He went to the National. No, he, 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 he said he, said he you was guys, forced. He said he you guys were both. Before he was forced to go up. Mm. He was forced so, to fight uh, 178. Oh, yeah, yeah. He said the podcast, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He said yep. so that yep. so you both can can uh, can um, go up to the, 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 the nationals. nationals. So he, so, so he I mean, no, he, he fought in Southern New England at 178. He, yeah, who knows? Who knows? Yeah, I oh, never, who knows what well, Greg? I never heard that until five seconds ago. Oh, <laughs> well, his, I never heard he, that. Oh, we just dropped now on his episode. We don't know if his year was right because I mean he might not have the same uh, yeah well, chronological the, the memory. Only, the only year we were we were together was eighty seven. Yeah. I mean he was like six four. I don't. I doubt he yeah, was yeah, sixty. Yeah. He couldn't make sixty five. Uh-huh. I doubt it. But I don't know. I, but I never heard that. I no. think we have. I think we have those. What we have those fights. 
I know, I know you have eighty eight because you gave me the yeah 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 uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh yeah because I, I don't know I don't, I don't know if I know but I know uh, you and Greg are on the same on the same disc right right yeah the Golden Gloves yeah, yeah. that was dope that was dope for me to watch that because I mem- I remember you as a, as a kid but right, right, it's right. different to watch it over right. all I remember is you not boxing anymore. Right, being a and, coach. St- and still beating motherfuckers up. <laughs> still going there and spar with f- spar fucking ten rounds off the off the street. Yeah, you, yeah. you still getting in there to spar now? Yeah, yeah. I did. Uh, I just did twelve rounds with a with a twenty three year old guy. Like about right before I went to camp. So two months two months ago. Did you ever spar this animal? Uh, uh better be as? Uh, nah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You know I know. You're, I know. his assistant trainer. Yeah. So. Well, you know. You know what? I tell you. What, here's when I knew. Because I, I like to box guys, you know, just, I still, like I said, I did 12 rounds a month ago, right? But when I first started training Arthur, going to camp, I didn't know who he was. And Bob Middleman, who's a matchmaker and a, and a guy, and he called me out of the Oh, blue. Rob Middleman? We know yeah. him well. Okay. Oh, yeah, he, well yeah. he called me, he's like, oh, what are you up to? I said, oh, yeah, you know, I'm getting ready to start working with uh, Better Buy of next week. And he instantly goes, you're not going to spar with him, are you? <laughs> and right then, I, I knew not to box with him because I knew for him to be that urgent, something was. Then when I saw Arthur boxing these guys, I said, "Yeah, at, at forty-eight or whatever I was at the time, it wasn't. He wasn't the guy to spar. Yeah, got to know when to hold them, know when to fold them. Right, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yep, that pride can be the devil. Every time, happened a few times. You. Guys, guys, do not, not. Um, not knowing their, not knowing their place, right, right, right. And right. you like, like me. I like to spar with guys sometimes too. But then I say, you know what? Why? Yeah, Why? Yeah. I they have my respect now, right? And I respect them. So I even go in there and fuck around. Go in there and fuck around. They, they mess around. Whoop my ass. It'd be a bad day for me. It's just a bad day. Well, we you know with me. Like I, I do it just because I like it. Like yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. You know, I like it. But here's the thing. I don't. A lot of times I forget because. I think, like, if I'm working with a, a young amateur, and I'm, I'm playing with them, right? Yeah. And you know. Yeah. And they don't know sometimes that you're playing with them. Nope. And they think that they're really doing well. Oh, yeah. And so a couple times, in the last couple of years, I've had to spar with a guy again. I said, listen, let's do it again, and I'll, I'll show you the reality. Yeah. And, you know, and they, they learn. But uh, everybody has to learn. I did, when I was a kid, I sparred with pros, and I would do good, and I thought I was really doing something, and I think they sensed it, and, you know, they put me in my place. I've had that a few times where I, I sparred with someone, and I worked with them, went nice and easy with them. I get out the ring, and then they tell someone else to spar yeah. with them. I'm like, oh, you're disrespectful. Now, yeah, yeah, now yeah, next yeah. time I spar, you want to make sure you can't spar <laughs> right, nobody right, else. Right. No, yeah, you know what? That's the, the culture of the gym yeah. that, I, that I love. And uh, I had a guy, I'm not going to name him, but he's a young guy, 20, 25 years old. This was like two months ago. He's outside the gym. And he had he had amateur fights, but I never saw him as a as a pro prospect. And he says to me, um, "Yeah, you know, I'm getting ready to turn pro." So I didn't mean it, but just instinctively, I was like, "I don't know, man. You should maybe you shouldn't go pro." And he got really mad, <laughs> and he got disrespectful, like like to the oh. point where I thought I was going to punch him right in his face. Like it got to the point oh, where he was being mad. And I said, "You know what?" I said, "I, I said we could go in the gym right now." You're 25, I'm, I'm 50, I was, so I was 53 at the time. And I'll make you quit, guaranteed. Yeah. And he, he was sure that wasn't going to happen. And I actually, <laughs> here's when I knew it was going to be something, because I was training a guy, a personal training client. 
So I had to train the guy first. So that means this kid had to wait an hour for the sparring. Well, he waited, and he loosened up the whole hour. And every once in a while, I'm looking over at him. I said, wow, this guy, he's, he's serious. But, <laughs> you know, but all right, let's see what happens. And, and I didn't try to hurt him. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. But I wasn't going to let him hurt me. Long story short, he quit after the seventh round. And, yeah. and I knew he was going to quit. Like, body, body, like with like, shot. no, no, just just pressure, and you know, I wasn't even trying to hurt him. And <laughs> and at the but towards the end of the seventh, though, I get theatrical, right? Towards the end of the seventh, I realized he was going to quit. I knew he was. I could tell by his body language. So I told everybody in the gym. I said he's going to quit. He's about to quit, and he quit. After, and I haven't seen him since. Never saw him oh, again. <laughs> Never saw him yeah, again. Yeah, people don't like the truth. You try to tell them the truth. Well, you know, pro is not for everyone. And just because yeah. you're a good amateur doesn't mean pro is true. And and there's guys I've told, to to, to their credit, they listen to me. I had I had good am- Sammy Vega was a good amateur. Orlando Cordova was a good amateur oh. with a very good punch. And I told them, it's not for you. Pro yeah. is not for you because you love boxing. Pro isn't for people who love boxing. Pro is for people who want to make money and be world champions and dedicate themselves. And uh, I said, I said, you're better off staying amateur. You'll you'll continue to love boxing because you, yeah. as a human, the way you are, I'm talking about just those two guys in particular. They would hate boxing after a year and they would never fight again. So, mm-hmm. pro is definitely not not for everyone. Yeah, it's true. That true as hell. Come off. Yeah. I've always, game. I've always, I've always <laughs> thought amateur boxing was tougher. Yeah, but it's way more fun. Right, it's right, way right, more fun. Right, you get, right. get to meet new people. You fucking spend all week fighting. If you lose the first day, you, you got a fucking free vacation. Yeah. You go out to have a good time. You, you, you look for look for chicks, you know shit like that. Like yeah, and pros, man, that shit is that shit is cutthroat as hell. Well, you know what it is. You go if you go to fifteen national tournaments. Chances are you're going to lose 15 times. You may go to the final semifinal, but most yeah. guys, the majority of people lose. Mm. So you could tell someone, yeah, this guy lost 15 tournaments. Somebody, oh, he sucks. I go, no, he's one of the top five guys in the whole country. He just yeah. couldn't win the national tournament, which I don't think you understand how hard that is. Mm. Keep seeing the same but person. Who is that one other super heavyweight? George Garcia. Yeah, George, George Garcia. Garcia. He yeah. used to run into Jay yeah, all the time. Right, right. Yeah. But, but here's the thing. You turn pro, you lose one fight. And your career is halfway done. Yeah, like you're yeah, a bum. Yeah. <laughs> you're, yeah. you're, you got to you fight know? your way back. Right, up. right, right, right. So it's uh, it's it's totally different. Yeah, right that was a big difference that we were talking about between like MMA and, and boxing. Like boxing, you, I mean, I mean, MMA, you can lose and yeah. it's still be a champion. You quit. Yeah. Yeah. Tap yeah, you can tap out. What you can tap out. Well, that's yeah. how it was in the '40s and the '50s. If you look at the greatest fighters yeah. of all time, they lost. They lost a lot, <laughs> and they were still great. You still, you didn't go see. The undefeated guy. You went to see, if you wanted to watch Sugar Ray Robinson, you went to watch Sugar Ray Robinson. Whether he lost his last fight or not, now a guy loses one fight and people go, ah, he sucks. I don't want to go see him. They want to be like Floyd for no reason. Right, right. Floyd Floyd messed the game up in a big way because he's got young guys thinking you have to be undefeated. You have to be to be a good fighter. If you lose two fights, you're terrible. And it's it's Mm. not true. It's not so. Floyd's the one who started that. A side, B side nonsense, right? Right, mm-hmm. right. Yeah, because yeah. I've never heard, I never heard that until Floyd. Hey, baby, you not money, baby. <laughs> not money, Mayweather. Oh, that, oh. I mean, I'm, I'm, I mean, I mean, not not, uh, not not pretty boy Floyd, but the money Mayweather. Like that shit was completely different. He turned into the business, and now he's got kids, young amateurs, 
wanting to emulate him, become businessmen. Yeah. And that doesn't work. You know, it just doesn't work. You got to make sure you can fight first. Right, right, Some right. Some of my business, they're great businessmen, but they can't fight. But, you know, but the, and that's the thing. Like, you mm-hmm. get guys now, they want to be a rapper. They want to have a clothing line. You know, while they're fighting, they want to have a clothing line. They want to have a record label. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know concentrate about Adrian on Broner. fighting. Right, we'll concentrate on professional boxing. Because for the majority of pro fighters, it's hell. Like, professional yeah. boxing is difficult. You know, Floyd made it look so easy that mm-hmm. he's got guys thinking they can do it too, yeah. and they can't. And, and Floyd, he fooled everybody because he portrayed his image like he didn't work hard. Right. Like I seen him doing sit-ups, and he's eating Cheetos. Yeah, yeah. But you know that motherfucker works <laughs> oh, harder I, than everybody. I, I, I saw yeah. him in the gym years ago, 2003 in Las Vegas. He didn't even have a fight coming up. And he sparred. He did the heavy bag, and he went right to the jump rope. Then he yeah. went sparring. He sparred, and I remember, if you remember Cornelius Locke. Cornelius mm-hmm. Locke. Yeah. He sparred like 12 rounds straight with like, with no, you know, 30-second break. And then as soon as the sparring was over, he got out of the ring. There was no talking. He, he changed his gloves. He got on the bag. So he did like 25 rounds straight through. Greg Kyler, who was my boxer at the time, yep. he was in awe. Like, it was a beautiful thing for Greg to see because Greg needed to see what yeah. real training was like. And Floyd... I give him credit. He he was a beast in the gym. Yeah, that's what they need to copy. They, they're right, copying the wrong right, stuff. Right, I think right, right. I think Broner did that. He copied the wrong stuff. He's really right. out at the parties drinking and exactly. all yeah. of that shit. Yeah. When he had the talent, yeah, for sure. Just, yeah, he didn't, his mind wasn't right. Floyd used to put running shoes in the limo, and he would send them home in the limo, and he would put his sneakers on and run home. Yeah, yeah. Broner yeah. wasn't doing that part. <laughs> yeah, y'all don't know Greg Kyler. Y'all don't, I don't think you you probably no. wasn't old enough. You probably you probably seen who's at all the little all the little fucking. Uh, uh, Coventry boxing shit, like all that. Oh, Coventry boxing. Yeah, he was so fucking nice. But boy, he just he just liked to hang out. Yeah, yeah. That was sad. His, uh, sad, sad. He got shot. He got shot, right? He got shot. Two thousand five by his friend, by a so-called friend. Shame. Yeah, I remember yeah, he was. Yeah. I remember he was in Vegas with us. Yeah, Me, yeah. him, uh, Josh Beeman, yeah. um, uh, Andre De- Andre Darrell. Yeah, uh, yeah. As far as all the guys we know, yeah, Andre Darrell, uh, Anthony Darrell, Berto was there. Ber- Berto, uh, yeah. Tim- Timothy Bradley, yeah. a whole bunch. We just hanging out. Yeah, yeah. Kyle Dargan. Right, right, right. And that was, that, was, that was probably the last time I actually seen him. We yeah. actually, I got a picture of him in the gym. Yeah, picture of him in the gym. Him and uh, him and Josh Beeman yeah. in front of one of them. I think Caesar's Palace sign. Yeah, you know, it's good, a crazy good thing. He got killed in uh, 2005. The last time I talked to him was like. So two days before, and and I'm talking, I'm, I'm on the phone, I'm telling him, come on, Greg, this is crazy. Like, you got to get back in the gym. He goes, yeah, no, it's, it's getting kind of crazy out here. And he was going to give me money because I was going to Las Vegas on a, on a vacation, a little trip. And he goes, uh, I'm going to give you the money Monday. I want to go with you. Next morning, he's dead. Oh, wow. Yeah. shit. Street's undefeated. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, every time. How old was he? 23. In 2005, you said? Yeah. Jeez. Oh, wow. R.I.P. That's young. So, there some good fights last weekend. Your boy better be as. Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, yeah, yeah. Had to put that pressure in. Joe Smith tried. He, he, he picked a complete wrong strategy. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. He was, trying, he was trying to go right at him. He was trying to bang with him. That, that was. I thought. I knew, we knew that was going to happen. And I, and I said it. Uh, for better or worse, Joe is going to come as hard as he can because that's all he knows. He could never, in a million years, outbox Arthur. He could never get on his toes and take his time. Shit. 
Probably like, better, be, yeah. better game plan than coming right at him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But he, it would have it prolonged it. But, yeah, he, yeah. But, but that's his nature. He's a fighter. You yeah. know, I respect that. He, he's a fighter. He wants to fight. They could have and a shootout and hope for yeah, the best. Yeah, yeah. And, he, you know, he tried. But Arthur's just, with his power, he's otherworldly. Yeah. Oh. Who else we got? We got, uh, oh, the Bevo beat Canelo. So, I mean, that's the next, uh, that looks like the next. Better be it versus Bevo, hopefully. Right. Well, what they're what I'm hearing, I, and it's I heard it the day after the fight. They're saying he's gonna Arthur's gonna fight Anthony Yardy in England. Oh yeah, I, I heard he him. Was there. I heard him he, talking shit. Right. He was at the fight. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so um, you know, so I would assume Bevol in May, something like that. Well, that's gonna be a good. One. Uh, yeah. They're yeah. talking about uh, Canelo uh, Triple G. Oh yeah, yeah right. doing that again. Three Pete. Yeah, yeah. I don't really want to see that shit. I don't either. Don't, I just feel. I, I just feel like with Triple G's, I'm Father Time. Yeah, yeah. yeah he he already lost that. I mean, fight. He's a great fighter, but it's like I mean, sooner or later, I mean, Father Time don't wait on nobody. Yeah, he, lost. Years old. he was getting. He was getting cracked up by the uh, what dude from Japan. Yeah, the last guy he fought. Triple oh, yeah, G. yeah. I'm really he surprised Canelo. Up, yeah, yeah, but but he just he he takes such a good punch. And he hits so fucking hard. So he caught he agreed to this. <laughs> he almost uh, killed him. Yeah. Surprised he agreed to this, Canelo. Like I would think he would just. Uh, I don't know. He probably, com- he probably thinks he can comfortably win that fight. That's why. Yeah. Are they fighting Ukraine? After taking a loss, you want to do something to win, but with, with another big name, of course. Right. Yep. yep. I guess it's a good idea. I, th- I thought he was in Ukraine. Who? Uh, uh, Triple J. No. no, he didn't go. He's uh, from Kazakhstan. He's from Kazakhstan, not, not Ukraine. Oh, oh, oh. He's talking about Usyk. He's talking about Usyk, oh, Lomachenko, them guys. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yep. yeah, they're all wrong. I'm waiting for him to come back. Who? Loma. He ain't coming back. Tell you, he's coming back. Don't say that, man. Come on, man. Don't say that. Don't say he's that coming. He's Yo, coming. To me, he, to me, he's one of he's one of the baddest motherfuckers I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, War yeah, no, scary. Special. When I saw him the first time ever, I thought they did something with the film because yeah. it looked like he was on ice skates, like yeah. he was gliding around. I thought they they played a you know a trick film, like the Matrix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. playing the shit in slow motion. And then and then obviously he he has he has huge nuts. Pause, <laughs> because the challenges, hey, the challenges he's bringing him, putting himself through. Yeah, yeah. Motherfuckers don't do that. It don't matter who it is. You can see Floyd. You can see fucking uh, uh, Crawford. Any, anybody you consider pound for pound ever, they never fight competition at the beginning like that. Right. Like guy, you look at his record at the beginning. He's fighting killers. Right, right, right. Yeah. Fucking thirty six and one. Fucking former world yeah. champion. Guys that work like. That's impressive to me. Oh yeah, no, you know, like, like in your second and third fight, you're supposed to be fighting at a, a local club, a yeah, four, yeah, a four round fight to get used to it. Yeah, he's fighting Gary Russell and yeah. Salido. You know, that's yeah. a different level. Yeah, and Gary yeah. Russell was fucking nice before, yeah. before that. It seemed yeah, like he yeah. kind of fell off and he was never the same. Right, right. After he took some of them them joints, but it, it doesn't change the fact that he's fucking nice and and. And Lomachenko took him right off the rip, but then people don't understand that Lomachenko already had probably five amateur fights that were pro fights right. in that World Series of Boxing. Right, right, the people right. forget about that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they do. And, and like I always say, I'm always a fucking, what did, what, what's the saying? Uh, uh, something late, a dollar short? What's, what's the saying? Day late, dollar Day short. Day late, dollar short. Yeah. Oh, that's always me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's always me because I turned pro right before they started that shit. Yep. I would have fought it because that was easy money. Shit, you, to me, it was easy money. Would, them guys were making one hundred fifty thousand a year to fight four times. Uh, Fuck! What? And you get and you're not pro. 
you're fighting pro, but you're not pro. You got no headgear, no shirt. You're with a team. The rounds are the same, and, and you're getting paid. So I, I'm always fucking late, man. I definitely would have fought that for another another two years probably. Then I would turn pro, but because pro was never really my thing, yeah. it wasn't really my thing to do. I just said, "Fuck it, I'm, I'm I'm doing my thing now, so why not try to make some money off this?" And I wanted to, I want I wanted to fight, um, Povetkin so bad. Everything I everything I did led up to, was leading up to that fight, and then I went out I went out there and you no, know, I didn't I didn't get a good decision, but you know it's it is what it is. No excuses. Shit happens. Shit, you you was a day late and a dollar shot with the Olympics in general. Yeah, with everything, with everything. The, the two thousand Olympic team got paid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I should have been on that team, but I fucked my hand up. Yeah. <laughs> I fucked my hand up. I beat Malik Scott and I beat Mega Bennett. Yeah, Fucking Mega Bennett goes with a silver medal and a heavyweight division, not super, and then makes nothing of it. And then one point nine million dollars signing bonus. That's the last time they gave out money. One point five million dollars. Oh, the hell <laughs> that? This guy, what? this guy's over here. This guy, your volume's up too. Yeah, your volume way too high, bro. Every time you put this That's thing the, on, uh, my, my ears hurt. It keeps getting that, that Bluetooth. It's already down. Do you um, <laughs> do you follow anything else besides boxing, like cur- all current yeah. events? Um, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I keep up with uh, you know, I mean, I'm not, I'm not really, really knowledgeable about politics, but I, I pay attention to the general, general yeah. gist. I get, I get conversations. Wait, going. so. We hear you got this this crazy like memory. So do you yeah. just like remember shit by accident, or is it yeah. is it random stuff? Is I, it photographic memory? Or is it know, like total recall? Like I everything? never thought about it, but a guy I was who was it? Uh, I was at a I was I was out in Las Vegas a few months ago doing this testing. I go out every year as part of this study, and they they bring like two hundred fighters every year for ten years, and they test our brains and all these things and. The guy was telling me, he goes, you know, you might have a, a photographic memory wow. with, with the stuff you're telling me that you remember. And I mean, you know, it's like, like I, I remember stuff that I'm interested in. Like math, I'm not interested. Yeah. I, I can't remember math. That's what but, I was about to ask. Did, did it yeah. help you in school? Yeah, no, just because like, I didn't, you know. You didn't, didn't pay attention in the first but, place. But I remember, like, <laughs> I'll give you an example. My favorite football player was Lin Swan. He retired in 1982. Who the hell? Lin Swan was the most acrobatic wide receiver ever. I could tell you his life detail. I could tell you he caught 336 receptions, 5,416 yards, 51 touchdowns, four for 161. Matter of fact, when I met him, (laughs) I I waited 30 years exactly to meet him. I finally met him. I was in Los Angeles. A guy hooked us up. Lin is the uh, athletic director at USC. So I walk in. I've been waiting. I used to dream about him. I'm waiting to meet this guy my whole life. He walked in the room. The first thing I said to him, I said, Lin Swan, I got to ask a question. Super Bowl 10, you caught four passes for 161 yards and one touchdown. You caught the 11-yarder on the sideline. You caught the 32-yarder over the middle. You caught the 53-yard levitating leap and the 64-yard over the touchdown, over the shoulder touchdown. He goes, yeah. I go, but that's only 160. And he's like, what? I go, the record's 161, but 53, 11, uh, um, Hey, all of a sudden, you're good at math. Yeah, I go, that's only 160. <laughs> yeah. And he looked like he swallowed a golf ball. <laughs> he, he didn't know what, and he, said, he gave me a reason. And in my head, I'm going, that, that doesn't even make any sense. Yeah. Like, that's <laughs> and so he, I guarantee you, when I left, he went over to the computer and checked it out because yeah. he had never heard that in his life. Wow. <laughs> so, he was trying to do the math. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Who so, up? so let's do this. Yeah. We'll, we'll play a game. Okay. We'll say a person. If you if you've met him before, tell us about the first time you met him. Okay. 
Have you ever met Mike Tyson? I'm assuming, yeah. November 1989 at Caesars Palace at the Sammy Fuentes, Julio Cesar Chavez press conference. Holy shit. Roy Jones. Uh, April 1987, after his first fight against Tony Daly, ringside uh, at the Knoxville Civic Center. Uh, uh, Bad Chad Dawson. Uh, Chad was 11, whatever year that was. 11 years old, he... uh, you know, he was at the Silver Gloves and all that, and I knew him because uh, I was friends with his coach, Brian Clark. So yeah. Chad was 11 when I met him. Uh, Dr. Olin Estrada. Um, nine, it must have been, nine, I'll tell you exactly, it was 1994. It must have been October or November. At the, uh, they used to do the fights. Frank Houlihan used to mm-hmm. do the fights every week. And you were, I believe, 156 pounds. And and uh, uh, and they uh, were probably and they so. were yeah, and they were uh, it was you and Fagan and Tiny Ricci was there and uh, uh, my kid Orlando and Super D Dwayne they they fought on the show. Mm-hmm. Anybody else got one? <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> Holyfield. Holyfield. I met Holyfield in person. Talked to him for the first time. In 2017, at the food court at the MGM Grand in Las Vegas, and I went up Holy to him because I always heard he was difficult. Yep. People said, "Oh, you can't talk to Holyfield; he won't." So I went right up to him in front of all these people, and I said, "Listen, man, that Michael Grogan was something, right?" And now, for him, for me to know who Michael Grogan even was, caught his attention. We ended up talking for like 20 minutes. Yeah! Yep. Wow, we need a round of applause. You got a round of applause on there? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. it's in there somewhere. I'm a believer. Hallelujah! Are you born and raised in Rhode Island? Connecticut. Connecticut. Okay. Hey, but I'll tell you a funny thing though. It, uh, there was a girl, Angela Caliendo, and I remember first grade, standing right <laughs> o- right outside the purple unit. She was first in line at the at the thing, and I was second. And I remember looking at her and thinking, "Wow, this girl's way too small to be in first grade. She must be." Young, you know, I always remember that. That was 1973. Damn. A couple of years ago, a friend of mine goes, somehow her name came up. He goes, oh, I know Angela Caliendo. And I told him the story. <laughs> and he, he must have told her. And when he came, he goes, yeah, she thought it was kind of creepy. <laughs> <that> you remembered <laughs> you remembered all that stuff. <laughs> it's not just you. I remember yeah, everything. Exactly. You're background to that, you know. It's not, it's not just you. Yeah. She'd be like, don't tell her. I just know that. Tell everything else I know, right, too. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, how, how, how uh, no, another, another subject, right? Mm-hmm. How the fuck y'all feeling about this Roe versus Wade shit? Everybody's, everybody's. Bitch and complaining about it. Uh, I don't think it really changes. Like, to, to me, it doesn't like it really changes much because all it does is just give the power to the states. That's, 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 yeah, that's, yeah, what, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, unless yeah. Congress like acts on it, right? Everybody it. is freaking out over the uh, the states that are super Republican that they're they're gonna add in more regulations and make it harder for women to access abortions. But it's gonna end up being a good thing. They're just freaking out as usual, making media storm, you know, panic storm. Unless it's rape. Your fucking ass needed needed, and that's gonna be in there. They, deal they, with I it. I think that's not gonna so, be. So they're trying to be fast. They're getting ready to uh, that Plan B hell too. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, they haven't extended this into contraception yet, but they're they're looking at it. They, they're coming for it. But, but have you seen this happen relatively recently? Yep. A guy raped a girl. She has the baby. He sued the rapist. Sued 
for visitation rights. <laughs> right. And he won. <laughs> oh, and he shit. won. Now, can you imagine this guy walk? He's he's a dead man. Like, there's no way this yeah. man can be allowed to yeah, live. Yeah. Like that's it. <laughs> yeah, But yet, he sued and won. You can Google it. He sued what and state won. was that? Damn. I'm, I'm yeah, not even I, sure. I, I, know, I know what state was that. Yeah, that, that, that wasn't Rhode Island. Yeah, they gave the guy, they gave <laughs> the guy right. some, some love. Yeah. Even though he's a piece of shit. Right. But gave the guy some love. Like, it's almost, almost like, that's like, was that, that's, that's two right. wins to... Yeah. 47,000 yeah, 47, 47, 47 million yeah, yeah. For men Cause Johnny Depp Just won one for us Yeah yeah He just won He just won But he kind of lost Then he won He won Yeah he yeah. won Just because she shit In his bed <laughs> Yeah <laughs> If it wasn't for that That was the uh, That's a loss right there that was, that was the piece of shit That they broke the camel's back Yeah Despicable <laughs> Oh he came out And made a statement He said he, he does, he's not paying I mean she doesn't have to pay The settlement He said it was never about money Try, oh, try to clear what? his name, right? Yeah, it was about clearing his name. Stand up guy. He lost about ten times that amount of money anyway. He don't care about that. That's yeah, why yeah, he told to keep yeah. it. One of Disney movies and stuff like that. Yep, no more pirates of the Caribbean. Maybe they'll take him back. Right. Well, he said no matter what they offer him, he'll never do another one. Uh, he, he said see? if they give me, I think he said a hundred million, I won't do it. They're gonna replace him with the Rock. Crazy. <laughs> the Rock steps in on everything. So stupid. Nah, man, that'd be nonsense. And Fast and Furious. He's uh, he's he's supposed to be taking Will Will Smith's spot in uh, Aladdin two. Yeah, I did hear about that. Big ass genie. It's a two, even a two fairy. <laughs> He's been everything. The rock is getting it. Yeah, fuck him. So you don't drink alcohol at all, right? I think I I, I, I see you on uh, Facebook. Never in my life. Wow. It, oh, like, like pop. That's what do Yeah, same shit. Now, never drink. Never. Smoke. You know what I think? Yeah. Like most people who don't drink are um, is is it natural? Like, <laughs> is it natural? Like you just. No peer pressure, nothing. I've never even thought about doing it. Or is it a thing like there was some kind of trauma, like a parent was an alcoholic, or most people like are recovering alcoholics who don't drink <laughs> because uh, like America makes it so acceptable to drink, like socially. Well, it's it's crazy how acceptable it is, right? Like like I'll give you an example. I know this kid. He was turning. I don't even know what the age is. What's the, the, the drinking? Whatever the drinking. Okay, whatever it is. He's turning twenty-one. He's on Facebook and he puts, "Can't wait till Saturday. Uh, my birthday's Friday, and Saturday my parents are taking me on my first bar crawl." Yeah. So his parents are taking him out to drink legally because I guess that's a big deal. Yeah. And I'm saying that's the problem. Yeah. People are, in, you know, ingraining this. They're indoctrinating people into thinking. This is what you do. Yeah. Listen, when when I have a child that turns twenty one, I'm gonna have them. I'm gonna give them the phone bill, and part of the insurance, yeah. and they're gonna pay that. That's <laughs> gonna be their indication yeah. that they're an adult now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Drinking alcohol is not it. Because yeah. I see, you know, I used to go downtown. A lot of things contributed to this. One, believe it or not, when I was like nine years old, ten years old, I read Muhammad Ali's autobiography. In it, he says he never drank alcohol. Instantly, I was like, "That's it, Ali's the, he's the greatest guy ever. Everybody loves him. He doesn't do it." So oh, blueprint. So I've got, I've got an in, and I got a, a role model. I'm yep. not gonna do it because if he doesn't do it, I, I don't need to do it. And that's it. I never. Yep, and yep. and I remember my pro debut. My manager, uh, who who just passed away a few weeks ago, and he was a high powered attorney in Hartford. He was like, he he was a mob attorney. He was he was on the news. He's very well known. So I turned pro in the Harvard Civic Center, had the Whalers dressing room. It's like, a, you know, we had a sold-out crowd. We set the record for attendance in the Civic Center. It was a big deal. After the fight, we're in the dressing room, and he has a, a cooler, and, uh, and he has all beer in there and everything, and, he, and he's like, oh, here, here you go, you know, let's celebrate. 
And even in my joy of winning my pro debut, I'm just looking at this man. I'm like, are you insane? Like, <laughs> like do you really think that's that's celebrated? That's I'm gonna break my streak because I want to fight. Like, yeah. What kind of sense are you making? And I never, <laughs> you know, it just didn't make any sense to me. And if anything. It made me more against it because I realized how stupid it was. Like yeah. to to celebrate a, a, a victory without why don't I celebrate with a milkshake? What's, yeah, yeah. Why, why can't I do that? You know? so. <laughs> well, they yeah, still it, celebrate with champagne every time somebody wins. Yeah, yeah. And they don't yeah, even drink sure. that shit. They just make it, a mess. Pour, they pour it, all it, over it, it's it's recession proof. You're yeah. celebrating. <laughs> you're drinking. Yeah. If there's a tragedy, you're drinking. No, of course. You're broke, you're drinking. Like yeah. I always say, this have a, have a New Year's Eve party. Here's how you, you'll test it out. Have a New Year's Eve party. Invite your 20 best friends and their girlfriend or whatever. Say, but we're not having alcohol. See who, see who shows up. Not coming. See who shows up. Now, yeah. if they don't, yeah. I would say why. Like, why does the, the changing of a date constitute drinking? All yeah. I see on New Year's Eve is tons and tons of kids across the world dying in, in drunk yeah. driving accidents. Yep. Like, like, that's the most, the, to me, the most prevalent thing is the next morning, you're going to read in the paper how many kids died. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Because of a date change, it makes no sense. It mm-hmm. really doesn't. But, yeah. but the liquor companies, they're they're happy, yeah. you know. So that's why it's, that's why you look in Sports Illustrated. You're 12 years old, and you're reading this magazine about your heroes. Mm-hmm. And every 20 pages or so, there's an there's an ad for cigarettes and alcohol. People yeah. are desperate for uh, relief. Yeah. From the end of the day, right, or right. Ma- sometimes people wait till the weekend, right. or sometimes people wait till they get yeah. a victory in life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're dying for a release. It's, it's that time. original metaverse. But yeah. but you know what? You gotta keep kids busy. And yeah, I, you and do. I, and my father kept me busy. Look, I played little league baseball. I was obsessed with baseball from the time I was five. Mm-hmm. I played. You know, I collected stamps. I read books. I did book reports even when they weren't due. I would just read books and do book reports even if they weren't due. I kept busy, 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 busy. Alcohol and drugs never even entered my brain. Like, it was never even... Like, people give me credit. They give me too much credit. Like, oh, that's... That's really great, man. I go, no, it's not. Did you ever get peer pressured? No. No? Nonsense. I I, I mean, did did they try and you didn't feel it? I don't. I don't believe in it at it's, all. It seems like now, though, being busy for for this generation is seems to be a lot more difficult than than ours. Like before, Hell yeah. yes. we used to be able to. You know, it was normal to go do stuff all day yeah, yeah. and be tired by, Yo, by the end of the day. It was normal to go walk outside. Yeah, it was normal to take a walk and go ring your your boy's doorbell, yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. maybe he wasn't even there, but you took the walk. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But yeah. now, yeah. but now you got the game. So, yeah. so your lazy ass can stay in the house, and talk, to talk shit well, over the, over the headset. <laughs> when I my stepson, he's he's a grown man now. When he was like eleven years old, when I first met him. After about a month of knowing him, and I'm like, it just dawned on him. I go, hey, I go, do you have any friends? And he goes, yeah, I got a lot of friends. I go, <laughs> Alive. Do, you ever, do you ever talk to him? Yeah, and he attack. goes, we talk every day. And I go, listen, man, I've known you like six weeks. I've never met one of your friends. He goes, we talk every day on the computer. He like, said, I, I never I'm met the, him either. On the video, right? <laughs> we talk, though. On, on the video games, they talk to each other. Yeah. And I go, that's your interaction? Yeah. They had, it's a funny thing. His, him and his brother, they're about the same age, young kids. They had never ridden bikes anywhere other than the end of their drive. <laughs> and I said, but you guys ever ride bikes? And they go, yeah, yeah. Where, I go, where do you go? They go, right there. And I go, you've never ridden to another town? And they're like, another town? Like, that was going to Antarctica. So I took like 10 kids from the neighborhood. I said, we're going. And we went through the woods, through a trail, 
for about seven miles to Hartford. And we went and got to this hot dog place. And we got hot dogs. They thought they were in Alaska. They didn't know where they were. And, <laughs> yeah. But it was a big deal. And I'm saying, man, like it's, it's a different it's mentality. Their today. parents probably told them they can't go far. They're scared. Yeah. That's I, how I used yeah, to feel yeah. about Woonsocket before I met my wife. I took a bike everywhere. I used to have uh, yeah. we throw them on a city bus. Yeah. We go too far. We just we just throw them on a city bus and come back. Shit, remember somebody stole our bikes when we went to the mall? Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> we found them though. Hey, they stole it stole my bike fucking back at East Hopkins. Shit. My middle school I had a nice fucking GT with the spinning joints. Oh, that was the thing back in the day, the and GTs. Some, and, I, and and I don't know why I had this suck ass punk ass Benny's yeah. lock. It was it had the, the little thin lock with the plastic around it, yeah. and the little tiny things to unlock it. Somebody cut that shit and, and took the lock with him. Mm. <laughs> the bike with and the lock was gone. Yeah. You know how you know how much I was crying. I was ready to beat anybody up. Anybody yeah. can find a ready to beat their fucking ass. And that's why nowadays people say, "Oh man, I love what you're doing for the community. You're gonna do more for the community." Why? <laughs> Fuck the community. Community stole my bike because <laughs> I'm in the same neighborhood. Community, I'm but, but, but I, you know the guy that stole your bike is probably still in the area. Yeah, he probably he knows he stole your bike. He, yeah. probably, he, 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 probably, <laughs> he probably definitely does now. Too. He, yeah. he probably tells his boys a story about him stealing yeah, your man, bike. Nah. That took that punk ass. Uh, nah, bike. nah, that, that's the guy who's uh, buying you a drink at the bar. <laughs> he, he, he feels guilty. <laughs> you know, that's how, that's how Muhammad Ali got started boxing. You know? that, yeah, yeah, I heard yeah, his story. They stole his bike when he was 12 years old. And he's going crazy, you know. And they told him, oh, go to, go to down there, go to the basement. There's a guy, there's a cop down there. Turns out the cop was a boxing coach. Yep. And the gym was down there. And he went and he saw all these kids. And, and uh, so he said, you know, I'm going to beat him up. And the cop told him, well, if you're going to beat somebody up, you better learn how to fight first. Yeah. And that's how he started boxing. Still someone's bite, That, that makes me think about uh, Mike Tyson. He said his first fight was in, somebody snapped his pigeon's neck. Yep. <laughs> huh? He said, "Greg, yeah. the, Greg the bully." Yeah, he said, "Dude, snapped, his snapped the bird out of his hand and broke his neck and handed it back to him." Oh, and that was the first time he knocked somebody out. You, you never seen his his, uh, his stand up his one man show? man show? I saw it. That shit, wow, that shit, we gotta watch that shit again. Yeah, I saw it when I first came out. I, I'm not gonna bullshit. I I seen the listen for him. Like, uh, what the fuck is Mike gonna talk about? Yeah, like, he what? by himself. Is like what? Is he got anybody? Got anybody else in? Ah, he had a good fucking setup, and he's like live, funny and, as and, shit too. Yeah. He's like funny really into shit. it. And you see how high he be? How about, how about you hear him laugh though? You ever hear him, <laughs> yeah. ever heard him laugh? Yeah. yeah. It's the I thought he was joking, and I'm listening, and I call. I know his best friend, right? And I call him. I go. I go. Is he joking or is he serious? He goes. No, nah, no. Nah, that's how he laughs. And I yeah. said, man, I can't. even He's a leg slapper too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He loves to slap the. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Shout out Mike Tyson. Yeah, we, we've been Shout trying. We trying to get Mike on here for a minute. We keep talking about him every show. We, every, we every see at show. least one thing. Every show. We took pictures with him though. Yeah, yeah. We, we met him at the Golden Gloves. Yeah, yeah. But it was uh, too and many people. It was though. too many people, and, he, and you could tell he had this look in his fucking eyes, like, like he was high as shit. But he was, he was, he was being overwhelmed. And I, I felt terrible even, even trying to you know, talk to the dude. Listen, I'm at the Hall of Fame. And you ever been to the Hall of Fame? Yeah. yeah. Gra- Grazie. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the restaurant. We're hanging out. I'm at the table in the front. It's me, his best friend, Tom, who, who I fought in the Golden Gloves years earlier. And Tyson. So it's Tyson. So Tyson's where you are. Tom's there and me and him. We're talking. We're talking. We're eating. We're talking. And every just three minutes, some guy comes up. Nervous, but they just inner and they're excited. I get it. They, they, Mike, man, Mike, could you do me a favor sign this? And he's just looking at it. some of them. He's like, Do you see us talking? Like, do you see us talking right here? 
And I'm like, oh, please, please don't. And, you know, and then, uh, and the, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And then, then, then another guy will come, and he'll be in, like, literally his mood will change. Thirty seconds later, he'll be like, all right, okay, here, here you go, here you go. But he was getting really annoyed. So, Leon Spinks is behind us, and Leon hands Mike a, a, a glove to sign, and he's Mike, you sign this. So Mike turns around. So I'm him, you're me. He turns around and he takes it. And then he goes to these three kids. He goes, is this yours? And they're like, no, 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 no. So he takes it. He signs it. My friend whispers to me. He goes, it's that lady's over there. It's hers. So it's the lady. And I'm going, please, please don't. Please don't. Uh, when, when Mike gives it back to Leon, if Leon gives it to the woman, Mike's going to know. And somebody's going to die. Like, that's that's what I felt. That's how mad Mike, Mike was. So <laughs> he signs it and he gives it to Leon. And I'm going, please, Leon. Please hold on to the glove. Please don't give it to the lady. And Leon was messed up. He had a stroke, in it, but he yeah. wasn't that far gone. He, he held on to the glove because Mike gave it to him, and he looked at him for like 30 seconds, and then he finally turned back and started talking again. So uh, I, I, you know, with Mike, it's very apparent that you have to you literally from minute to minute the mood changes. So mm. you gotta. It's like playing that. You know, if, was it Frogger where you cross the street? Yeah, and you, you gotta wait you a second. Get, yeah, yeah, you yeah. gotta wait. You know. I, so I think you, Mike's real interesting. Looking at him, I, I don't know if he's like, um, if he's really aggravated or if he's a master at intimidation. Like he yes. wants. If if I don't if I want you to be afraid of me because that's what you do in the fights. Well, it works. You stare at a motherfucker and you make him nervous. <laughs> he kind of explains it like um, on his podcast a couple of times. He says it's like his shadow. But and he don't want to lose it. He's like, he's like, no, nah, I keep it, I keep it around. Yeah, I, I seen yeah. him do an interview with someone. And he's like, I'm, a, I'm a light he guy. He said, I love that guy. He yeah, said, I yeah. don't want to. He goes, I saw a thing, and he, you know, he's a mo. He starts crying, and he's like, yeah, because I miss him. He's talking about himself. He goes, yeah, yeah. Because I miss that guy. He's the only I person in history. I got this sad that cries, man. and no tears come out. Yeah. Nobody. He's like, he's like this. Nobody questions like this. Yeah. Custom model. You said talking about Custom model? or Muhammad Ali. When he talks oh. about those two guys, forget it. You know, hey. you know he's going to No he, tears come out. Did he get a shit removed or something? Yeah, I don't know. He, the, there's no tears. And his gonna, voice just cracks. I'm not going <laughs> <laughs> to. Wait, but he's so. To me, see, he seems very mellow now. Like the, the weed is helping him. It's helping him a lot. I, I, I know to a certain point. You have to go. You'll fucking snap. <laughs> we this guy, to trying to hang it up on us. Yeah. We're getting to have a good conversation. But fuck it, it's all good. No, that, that was Mike. That was Mike. No, that, that, was Mike. that was Mike. We had to go. No, no, yeah. It was not low. No, not me. But hey, listen, I'm going to tell you something about Mike Tyson, right? The guy, and I don't know him, you know, I don't know him well. We're not, we're not hanging out. I don't know him. I'm not saying that. But I know him a bit. You know, I've known him for a while. And he, he, he's like me. He likes amateur boxing and the history. And I, I sent him some stuff. Well, I, I talked to him on the phone. And uh, and I said, oh, man, you know, I got these magazines. You know, remember the one? And he goes, oh, I lost everything. I go, you lost everything? Because I don't have anything. I said, listen, I'm going to make you copies, and I'm going to mail it to you. Articles from 1983, Scandinavian tour. Trip. He called me when he got it. He was so excited. He's calling. His son's name is Miguel. I can hear him. Miguel, come here. Look at this stuff. And they don't care. <laughs> you know, they're yeah. like 12. And he, uh, he was so excited to see this stuff from, you know, 40 years ago. And uh, a lot of guys don't care, but 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 he's like, he still remembers all. He's asking me about guys from the amateurs that, that you wouldn't even know. I could say their name, you'd never heard of them in your life. But he's yep. like, oh, whatever happened to Warren Thompson? Where's, yeah, where's uh, Jimmy Johnson? I said, ah, Jimmy Johnson died. And he was, you know, it's a, he's, a, he's a very uh, 
interesting guy. I, uh, and I, and I think he's, I think, I think he's legit. Like anything you see him say, he means it. I believe That's that. That's it. Period. Like whether you like it or not. Yeah, I believe that. Yeah, yeah. I believe that. No, I know you guys. You probably have some crazy conversations seeing how y'all both fucking boxing historians. Yeah. Well, you know, he's he's good with. I'm not really good with the old old like like uh, Harry Greb, but Mike knows all Shit, of that. I think Mike, all of that. Mike Tyson. He's just like out of war. He goes into war and everything. Yeah, never yeah. mind boxing. It's like just right. fucking. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, I, like they said when he was in jail, he read the, uh, um, the books by what is it Mao Zedong and you know yeah, Chinese yeah, yeah. philosophers and no, he gets really deep, you know, yeah. which which is uh, more than I do. Uh, the anchor man Will Farrell, he said, "I'm gonna hit you with Jack Johnson and Tom O'Leary. <laughs> Who are those guys?" <laughs> I know Jack Johnson. No, Jack, I, I know Jack Tom Johnson. Tom O'Leary was a, I think he was a bare knuckle. Okay, bare okay. Knuckle guy. Yeah, no, and obviously, <laughs> O'Leary's uh, Irish. Irish guy, yeah. Jack Johnson's a black guy, right? Yeah, he's Sound, Jack black. Johnson, right? Yeah, I think I've seen him before. The first, first, first black heavyweight champ. Yep, yep, yep. I didn't know that stat, but I knew that I knew him, who that was. I've seen him before. I like watching the old fights, but I say to myself, I would have fucked him up. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Yeah, I, no, no, no evolution. No, 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 but no, people, people like... Evolution. People say, no, like... They say dumb shit. Like people, I've had people ask me, "You think you could beat Floyd Mayweather?" Yeah, oh, <laughs> I'm like, that's why there's divisions. Like, regardless of what, yeah. Like, Floyd's the greatest, but or one of the greatest. But even now, I put that little dude in the fucking in my pocket. So, but people don't understand. They don't understand that. They don't understand the difference. Everyone was bigger in the ring matters. too. Yeah, Everyone yeah. was bigger in the ring. Though. He's little as shit because I seen him. I seen him. When I talked to him in Vegas in 2003 when um when Matt was out there. Yeah. For Olympic trials, so he's so fucking little. I just said what up to him. We shook hands. He had like fucking three three dudes with him. Like, uh, like that was guys, about, that was about remember, it. remember when he fought Big Show? Yeah, it's gonna be similar to yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> that, that'd be uh, that'd be like Canelo and Better BF. <laughs> well, you know, I saw a picture today, and it was it's funny you're talking about this. It had it was a picture of uh, Usyk, and he's wearing like glasses, and yeah, like bow yeah. tie. And yep. then it's got Anthony Joshua with no shirt. Yeah, before, and they before go, he fought Andy Ruiz. Right, and, they, and they're right, and it says, there are people in this world who would never believe in a million years that this guy beat that guy in a fight. Yep. yep. And it's so, true. Look at it. I've seen that same thing works with Fury. I saw that with with Triple G. It showed Triple G in, in a bodybuilder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. This right. guy would kick this guy's ass. Yeah. yeah. Fury's yeah. a great example of that. Dude was like a fat, like... Oh, yeah. And he's, he's goofy looking. Goofy. He's like, he's he's long he's like, arms. He's like, like a goofy looking guy. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 it's all about that size though because yeah. if, he, if he was just fucking 6'5", he would get his ass whooped. But that 6'9", being able to move like that, knowing how to lean on you, fucking can do dirty shit on the inside, can box on the outside. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a tough that's a tough ass Plus, to see him get hit like by when Wilder caught his ass and him get up like the Undertaker, yeah, yeah. that was, was kind of impressive. When, when yeah. he went down, that was nuts. Immediately, I said the fight's over. I can't believe he it. like he was dead. Out, yep, yep. And he got he got up. He, got he, did, he, he got did get a thirteen count up. though. And I'm I'm one of those guys. He did get a thirteen count. <laughs> I'm one of those guys. He was down there forever. It's it's it's, it's <laughs> all. But it's not second. It's not. It's, 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 it's a count. count. I know, but he looked over at the thing at the at the apron. And then he came back and was like, three. I'm like, no, it was not three. What the hell are you talking about? Hey, maybe if he would have been at eight, 
earlier than he would got up earlier. Yeah, I'm blaming whoever was on the apron. Whoever <laughs> well, he why get at, up early? Whoever, whoever you looked out for the count was off. Because he, unfortunately, you know, they wait. They wait to hear the count. Like, mm-hmm. I, like they tell you, he looked over for it. He came right. back. But I'm saying, Three. like the fighter, the fighter is waiting. Like yeah, guys would be like, if you're smart, when they, when they hear eight, then they get up. Yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Alejandro did that a couple did, weeks ago. Yeah, he did that. He did that. He good. took a knee and he would stay down there until about eight, seven, and, yeah. and he got up. I saw a guy. Out. I can't remember who it was a few years ago, and he uh, he miscalculated. He miscalculated the time, <laughs> and, he, and he and he got up. A half a second too late. And they, they stopped they, that they, shit. Did the Zap Judah dance? He went, he went crazy. Yeah, yeah. It was Zap Judah. <laughs> he just jumped up. Is it almost time? Uh, uh, yeah. We, well, we still got another ten minutes. Well, before before anything, we gotta we gotta we gotta shout out our guys who smashed uh, Friday night. Damn, four knockouts. No, well, if you count Francis, she had four. Damn. You got James Maynard knocked his guy no. out first round. No, no, Francis didn't. Francis decision. Oh yeah, four four wins. Four wins. Three knockouts, right? Three knockouts. Three knockouts. You got. James Mayer knocked his guy in the first round. Good knockout. Caught him good. Um, yeah, Alejandro knocked his guy in the first round. One shot. Real nice. Real nice setup. Tempo. Then, then you got Sean fought with a fucking fever. Yeah. Oh, he had the flu, basically. He fought and, you know, was cracking guy in the first round. And the second round, he finally caught him. Knocked him out the ring. He had him on the judges' table. I was table. thinking Kusumano, but he's not. He didn't train with us. But I was thinking, that was the fourth knockout. Yeah, was man, it was. It was congratulations to my guys. Many yeah. went out there, did their thing. Francis Hogan, Francis Hogan just beat the guy down for what? It was it six rounds? Six yeah. rounds. Yeah, the, yeah. The dude was tough. Francis the dude was, was tough. shit. He, he ate it. The dude ate it. He, he shook his head. He come right yeah. back. You no, know, what is he? What was he? Uh, Eleven and zero. No, no, eight two. Guy, he was eight two. No, what was he? Mexican. Mexican. I don't know. Oh. Yeah, he, oh, he had a good record. He was eight and two with uh, seven knockouts. Yeah, so yeah, you get to the point where you, you're not going to knock everybody out unless they're better BF. But yeah, well, he can, he would catch that guy with everything. Most people yeah. aren't going to knock everybody out. You know, you're lucky to not lose yeah. at some point. So and that guy would throw some haymakers. I hope Tank knock everybody out, but he already got a couple of decisions. But he's almost Berlinga. Oh yeah, how, how do you feel about him? Um, they they they're not rushing him, but the people are rushing the idea of him. Yeah, you gotta let they relax. Relax. He, he kind of set like a fucking like a real high bar for himself. That's when what he was, I'm saying. Like, destroying guys. Yeah, like when you're not guys out like that, people think you're gonna do it to everyone. And when yeah. you don't, yeah. all of a sudden you're terrible. You're either great or you're terrible. Now he's yeah. terrible because he didn't knock this this particular guy out. Yeah, yep. it's you know it was a solid win. He, he won. Yeah, but, uh, I, yeah. I I didn't know to be honest. But I didn't. I don't. I don't know if I can even say he won the motherfucking fight. I didn't think he won. I thought it was. It was. It was close. He could have went. Could have went his way. Could went the other guy's way. Either way, I wouldn't. Have, it wouldn't have made me no difference. I don't know either one of my fuckers. Yeah. It's just the fact that people jumped on him so so bad, yeah, so people, fast. People have to relax. Get that boy a break. It takes time to become a good professional. It takes time to reach that level where you could compete. And just I don't know if you show me a guy that's eighteen and zero with eighteen knockouts, other than Arthur. I'll say, okay, but we still have to wait and see. Mm-hmm. And these guys are already, you know, he's the, he's the next champ. He's going to be this. He's, they're talking about, like, I remember back in the day, he, there was a guy like, just like him named Tony Ayala mm-hmm. back in the early 80s. Tony yep. Ayala was mean. He was a top amateur. He turned pro. He was mean. He would knock guys out and spit on them while they were unconscious. <laughs> Damn. He was a, that's he, wrong. He, Whoa, he ended, what the end up. You, you family might, you, you must remember him because uh, <laughs> the kid from the contender ended up stopping him. He, yeah. he won. He he won like twenty three fights in a row. Whatever he was, went to jail for rape for sixteen years. Yep. 
came out. Oh, that's why he was spitting on people. Won a few fights, and then he got stopped by, I think, Anthony Bonsanti, I think, stopped him, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Anthony Bonsanti. Uh, and he ended up Didn't Peter uh, be him? dying. Yeah. And then he ended up dying in the gym. I got think a good memory, he, he too. Over, overdosed on the drugs. But the point is, people back then, when he was 20 years old, were saying he was going to beat Hearns, he was going to beat Durant. Insane. Like, they would have annihilated him. They would have dissected him. But because he was undefeated with all these knockouts, and he's a mean kid, they thought, oh, he's going to beat Duran. Yep. I mean, you can't go from this guy and that guy to Duran. How do you feel about this explosive uh, 130 all the way up to, like, 135, these kids that... Yeah, uh, like uh, uh, we got our new undisputed. Yeah, uh, yeah. Dream Haney, Devin Haney. Yeah, yeah, no, the Who's class. your favorite out of those explosive guys? Those young cats. Um, you got Garcia, Haney, yeah. Tank. Um, I mean, I think Tank is the Fimo, most. You like Tank? You know, the most yeah. explosive. You know, yeah. he's the most. He's he's probably got the the most killer instinct. Yeah, you know? I think Haney's Garcia, nice. Ryan Garcia. I think he's a, a lot of people think he's just a a YouTube guy. A, you mm-hmm. know, Instagram, you know, he proved he, to be more he, than that. But he's more than that. Yeah, I think he's. Yeah. I think he's very good. I think he's very good. He's got yeah. some flaws, but he definitely proved to be more than a that influencer. It's a motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, huh? yeah. That check hook boy. Yeah, yeah. check hook. That shit's fast. He's a little flat-footed. Like he never dances. Yeah, but he's all right. that's a good mix. Like, yeah. we're now we're gonna have a. We need that. Yeah, you know, we need yep. that. I got. I got to go with Haney. But uh, sec- second, I got to go with Shakur Stevenson. He's a little small. Yeah, the lower weight class, but. Yeah. It's like 130 all the way up to 140 is a lot of talent. Yeah, yeah. Crazy it's, talent. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. And, oh, then they're, and they're divided by uh, the the brands, PBC, yeah. all that shit. Showtime's annoying. It's horrible. Yeah. Uh, one thing I got to say before you go, um, I admire, I see you um, you help out, like, retired boxers and stuff. Right, right, right. Guys, well, mostly guys that are, not, not just retired, but yeah. guys that are hurt. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. You know, impaired and, uh, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, you know... I'm at the point now where I get invited. I'm at the point in my career where I, I'm getting invited to dinners and, you know, and that type of thing. So I'm seeing all these guys in their advanced years, and uh, it's, yeah. it's, you know, it's bad. Like I saw a guy last year in Los Angeles. We were at an event, a legend in the 70s, a yeah. legend. And when I see guys like that, I take pictures, right? I didn't even ask for a picture because I was afraid he was going to fall over walking to me and I didn't want to have him walk to me Yeah. so I just let it go you think that like a CTE thing or just old thing uh, CTE yeah. yeah I mean I know these guys like I mean some of them you can't even have a conversation on the phone like, yep. a, mm-hmm. like you have to text oh damn yeah. it's like a little Parkinson's or something yeah. Yeah. it's just, yeah. just it, it all combined and, yeah. and, and it's one got, of the saddest stories I know yeah. from watching him watching him when I was growing up and liking the way he fight was uh, Joe McClellan. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like oh, that. Yeah, yeah. Joe McClellan, my, that's my I, fucking I, guy, I, man. I always tell this story. It's amazing how powerful boxing is, right? The last time I saw Joe McClellan was in the amateurs, Sugar Ray Leonard's gym, June of 88, right before the Olympic trials. We're there. That's the last time we saw each other. We talked, we hung out, everything. I see him two years ago. I go up to him. He can't, he can barely hear. He can, you know, so I'm in his ear and I'm going, you know, and she, he kept saying, what's his name? Telling, asking his sister, what's his name? And I said it 20 times this close. John Scully. John Scully. He couldn't get it. Then he said, what's his nickname? I said, Iceman. <laughs> I promise you, he stopped and he went, oh, he was a bad mother in the amateurs. Damn, he, shit. That, so that Iceman. was the last time I saw him, and that's what he remembered 30 years ago. 
That's crazy. Ice man. Yeah. Oh, you was cold. Yeah, but, but <laughs> what I'm saying, like, imagine, like, that triggered the memory. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't my real name. It was yeah. the nickname, and that was the last time I saw that. him. We were amateurs, not not pro. I never saw him after we turned pro. Yeah. That's wow. crazy. That's a sad story, man. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I still watch his highlights. Yeah, yeah. Some of the ugliest knockouts you ever seen in life. <laughs> That'd be like if somebody walks up to us, they're like, hey, you know Brandon? And we're like, who the hell's Brandon? And they're like, boom. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, we know, boom. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's time right there. It's that time. Oh, shit. So the show's coming to an end. It's time for you to sign the glove. <laughs> Is that you doing that? Yeah. Oh, bro. I heard the... um. This one? Sid- yeah. yeah. Yeah, anywhere on there. Sydney McLaughlin got a world record. Yes. They got the world qualifiers coming up. And the hurdles. The world championship. I just watched it. World championship track and field. It's the qualifiers now. Sydney McLaughlin got the world record again. She broke Who her old record. What the fuck is that? A 400-meter hurdler. Hurdler. I, he was talking about a, uh, a track practice. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, the kids run track. So he was talking about a girl look like her. So Yo, I, I knew she, he would, he would uh, she runs, love she, that. She's like a she's like a, a, like a second of some of the girls who qualify for the 400 for the Nationals. I mean, no, who who are like in the top eight for the Nationals. She's like, uh, she's almost at the same, same level they are, but she has hurdles in front of her. And she, and she just broke her own record the other day, um, <laughs> yesterday, yeah, or day before yesterday. I think. Uh, I don't know if it happened yet, but uh, Noah Lyles and the young boy I was talking about, Aaron Knighton, they're both in the finals for the um, two hundred. So they're gonna have a showdown. That's I gonna, think that's that's no, gonna be exciting. Did that today actually? They're fucking both monsters. Oh, I oh wait, no, 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 I can't wait to see that. No, no, I think that's like in three weeks. It's like the, they all qualify for the, the the finals. I think they're having the finals. Oh. What was that crazy stat about Knighton? He was the the fourth fourth, fourth fastest person in history ever. No, yeah. no, he was uh, fourth fastest. Michael Johnson, not the first. Third? Oh, the, I he's fourth. fourth. It, oh, yeah, yeah. Michael um, Johnson's third, right? Yeah, yeah. His reference Bolt, Johan Blake, Michael yeah, Johnson, yeah, fourth, and him. And Damn, he's, and he's just uh, a little bit faster. Uh, his time just beat Noah Lyles, who's the person I'm talking about. The other person, and he's 18. So, uh, and also, this girl left, uh, lost too. Shakari yes. Richardson. Yeah, that's all I'm gonna say. Yep, she, she was out in the 100 and 200. She's not even going to the Worlds. Nope, for real. Yo, they she showed a clip of her she, smoking. She had a pretty. That, good, was, that was the quarterfinals. Of the, she she had a pretty good time in the quarterfinals, and then in the semifinals, she was like at eleven something for her, her time. Yeah, I she said smoking. That was the wrong. She, she should have continued smoking weed. That what, was the wrong word. I said yeah, smoking. That, that's a question. She was killing. Yeah, shit. That, that's smoking. a question. See, she had she had like fishnets on. Is weed During a performance that. enhancing drug? That is performance enhancing. It helps with recovery. Yeah. No, but not just that. Zone out. A part of. Especially with boxing, probably mental recovery like you, too. You know, when you're in the dressing room, that's a that's a crazy situation. Relax. You're thinking, you know, you're in. There. I mean, I know guys have literally lost fights in the dressing room. They're there, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's psycho. like it's a different oh, world. It's yeah, a different world. Now, the ability to relax is going to dictate how well you do. Like James Tony, absolutely. James Tony and Roy Jones are the only two guys I've ever seen in the dressing room where you're literally like. Nothing is bothering these guys. Like, nothing. I've never seen this before. But everybody else. Now, uh, weed, I guess, makes you relax, right? Yeah. Well, there you go. Like, like they're, that's they're a, that's artificially being helped to relax. That's definitely a big thing when it comes to track, though. Yo, my yeah, f- you relax because if you're, if you're tight. you burn yes. energy for five hours before the race because yep. you don't even realize you're tense. Before, 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 before a 100-meter dash, <laughs> you yeah. got this 11, 10, 11 second race. Right, right. Yeah, every, How can every, you be tired? I had your fucking nerves. I've only yeah. been stressed two times in the locker room, bro. Some of my favorite memories. And they both of watching was in Greece, warm up. but they both was in Greece, yeah. the Olympics. Yeah, because it's not like 
it's not like normal, like any other amateurs or, or any pro fights. It's completely different for the simple fact that we was in Greece. You can hear them fucking booing you in the locker room. Locker rooms way up. You can hear them stomping and booing you. 30,000 motherfuckers booing you. With your little They did not like USA too. And then the coaches are not even there. The coaches are out watching the fucking fights. I'm in the back by myself. No team, just me. Back there warming up. And I'm like, what the fuck? They won't let you out. You you cannot allowed to leave the the locker room area. You're by yourself. There's no. There's not even another uh, another country back there with you. It's just you on this side, boom, and your opponent on the other side. Then they bring other people. In. I don't know why they do it. They did it that way, but that was the most stress stress I've ever dealt with in my life. That I was like, what the fuck is this shit? This is I wasn't used to it. Then they then they take away my man. They take away my my coach, my my guy who got me to that point, and put me with. Two fucking idiots. <laughs> so well, crazy. Right, they wouldn't let him work the corner. I mean, yeah, what the corner? It's not, it's not even a question. He wasn't even in the fucking yeah. area. He was up in the... I mean... So, you couldn't you know, even see him. You know, you know about how insane that is. They're like, very Roy insane. Was there. Roy yeah. Jones' father... I, it was so crazy, because I used to train with Roy. I know what their relationship was like. And at the Olympics, seeing Roy's father in the audience was so crazy to me. Like, while he's watching his son yeah. fight, I'm going, listen... Do we want to win gold medals or are we trying to pacify these? You know, you know when I noticed it? Matt Godfrey was fighting in the National Golden Gloves. Uh, your dad couldn't go, so I went. Yeah. I watched Matt. Yep. He, won, he won that year. Mm-hmm. So at one point, uh, Jadon Codrington wanted me to help his coach in the corner. Chin checkers. So the, mm-hmm. the, the Curran, the guy for the, the team coach of New England, he goes, um, oh, no, no, I have to work the corner. And I said, well, he wants me, though. And uh, no, no, but I, you know, I'm the team coach, and a team coach has to work the corner. So I went over to the, the announcers booth and talked to the the head people. I go, hey, is it a rule that the team coach has to work the corner? They said, no, no, you can work the corner. I said, no, he, he said I can work the corner, and he said, no, no, I'm working the corner. I said, so for your own ego, yeah, yes, yes, you'd yes, rather yes. work the corner, even though this kid doesn't want you. Yeah. And he said, yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. Oh yeah. man, so, so like. And that's the thing too. The Olympics, they take the whole like, you're like basically like mentally handicapping every boxer that goes there and, and right, goes right, with right. with another coach. It's a it's a mental game. It's a, yeah. it's a mental game. Use what got you there. I've exactly. always said if a lot of coaches probably can't afford to go. If you can't afford to go, the team coach works with you. Yeah. If I pay my way, let me work the corner. It's yeah. crazy. He, it's insane. He, he should he should have been he should have been the second. Of course, he should have been the second. Hey, you know what the um. Real quick, what a perfect example of having your coach there. Um, there was a swimmer, Anita. What's her name? Anita Alvarez. She's a synchronized swimmer, and she passed out while swimming. Oh yes, this yes. week. And yes. Her coach is the one who jumped in because the lifeguards didn't. But the coach probably recognized like this isn't normal. Yep. While the fucking wow. lifeguards are sitting there, they yeah, probably they probably Jesus. don't know any different. What is she doing? I don't know what she's doing. It take, it take a minute to figure out what you're doing here because yeah, yeah, yeah. you're she an Olympic swimmer. I don't think wow. you're drowning. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. She said that too. She's like, the lifeguard weren't jumping in, so yeah. I jumped in. But you can't blame you can't blame the lifeguard. I don't expect you to pass the fuck out. Yeah, yeah, but your coach swimmer, knows. Yeah. Maybe you passed out in practice. Maybe she sees something yeah. that was a sign. Maybe you just told your coach you felt a little sick earlier. Like she yeah. knew something. Yeah, yeah. Or well, she knows exactly what your routine is, and you're not doing it. You're floating. Yeah, you're floating wrong. Way. Yeah. Well, so we move like that. Show over. Yeah, it's about to be over. Yeah. Uh, oh. Real quick, hey Jay, are those uh, bifocals? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was wondering because uh, it's it's 2022 and you're gonna need transfocals. 
Oh, oh come man. on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. We ain't doing that train shit, What more do man. you want from me? Oh, uh, we got a cookout coming out uh, July 2nd. July 2nd? Yes, sir. A16 Douglas. And we're doing what? We're doing 1700s this year? 1700 push ups this year. Who's doing that in an hour? July 1st, Big Six Boxing Academy. Yeah, we got about. Come through. They ain't going to be perfect form, but you heard what we said 1700. It don't have to be perfect form. There's no such thing as perfect. Who? Obvious. Everyone in total is doing it. Everyone who wants to. Everyone wants to do it, but more motherfuckers drop. I'd always be like probably five of us left, like me, Pop, Tuna. And whoever, if you're there, you got it. And they're the decline joints. A decline incline. It's a decline. A decline. Like you get older, I used to be, you know, I used to be strong and all that. And about a year ago, I hadn't done push-ups in years. I couldn't do one push-up. I could not Damn. do one push-up. That's why we staying on them because uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm not gonna bush it. We we started a little training camp yeah. during COVID. We was going in the back door. We was working out three times a week. I I struggled to do the like one fifty. Fucking, we were doing sets of fucking sets of what twenty five. And we're struggling, but by that following May, a summer, we was knocking shit out. We did fifteen hundred last year. We got some good shape during COVID. COVID was a good yeah. time yeah. when it comes to working out. Because uh, luckily, we, we we you know got have our own gym, so it was, it was a lot easy. Everything was closed down. Yeah. That was a that was a All good right. time. Cut it off before we fucking keep going because we was good shit. Right you have now. any shout outs? Any any uh, anything? Go- Anything going on that anybody uh, should know about? Any programs or anything like that? Or? July 23rd, Muhammad Ali's training camp in yep. Pennsylvania. It's famous Deer Lake training camp. I'm doing an amateur boxing reunion. Oh. I've got guys from all over the country coming. Uh, Tim Witherspoon and Tiger Allen. And can't even name everybody. But, uh, oh, July 23rd. July 23rd. Yeah. If anybody's in the neighborhood, we're going to stay all day, all night. We're going to do the bonfire. We're going to have a good time. Where's that at? In Deer Lake, Pennsylvania. Deer Lake, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Oh, I'm about to take that trip. Mm-hmm. Sounds like, sound like a motorcycle ride for me. I'm about to take yeah. that hey, trip. I got, I got some points on my right credit card for a hotel stay. And listen, I don't know if you understand what it is. Muhammad Ali, when people say they go to training camp, you go to a hotel and you stay in the hotel and you go to a gym. Muhammad Ali actually had a training camp. He had, there's like 15 cabins. He had a house there. He has a mosque. He has the gym. He has a a kitchen, a dining. Oh hall. damn! You get away from everything. No, huh? it's a, it's up on top of a mountain. You drive by down like down big on bear? the hill. You don't. It's better than Big Bear. Way better than Big Bear. Oh, get Way him. better than Big Bear. No, it's a. Well, who runs that now? Um, Mike Madden, who's John Madden's son. He oh, bought, okay. he bought oh, it. Shit. He refurbished it to make it look like it did when Ali was there. If you go to YouTube. I have a video I did, about a 14-minute video. I do the whole camp, and I show everybody, this is where so-and-so stayed, this is where so-and-so lived. What's the uh, the channel? Um, uh, no. Iceman John Scully okay. on YouTube. Yep. I would have had it right up behind you, but the Wi-Fi is acting up today. Uh, okay, this just okay. clicked in my head. You're, are you, you're not related to uh, John Scully, the, the former CEO of Apple, are you? No. All right. <laughs> <laughs> is it spelled the same? I, I think so. Oh. S-C-U-L-L-E-Y, right? No, I'm just Y. Oh, all right. Oh, yeah. All right, <laughs> that's it. Signing out. Oh, we gotta have John sign the glove on camera first. He, no, he, he just did. did. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, that was like oh, twenty man. minutes ago. He just woke up. Yeah. Check us All out right. on Spotify, YouTube, Apple Music, and your favorite streaming platforms. Hit all them buttons. Like, like share, comment, subscribe, talk shit, whatever you need to do. We love it. Threaten us, whatever. <laughs> Yo, look at that.
Goodness gracious at that thickness right there. Goodness. That's some booty meats right there, y'all. That's some booty meats. That's that filet mignon of booty meats. That's grade A beef right there is what that is. Money coming, money go. I've been at it. I've been at it on the low. Trapping out of wild hill. I keep seeing the leaders doing us. We talking plans and maybe seeing you. Pull up on you, let me scoop. Nobody here but me and you. Got a little ring to it, turn that thing fluid in the coupe. Why you look, I know it's real. I'm on my Marshawn shit. I've been really getting feel. You know why I'm here, don't act like you know how I feel. But let me tell you what you mean to me. Slide on me for that mean greet. Vibe with me in the moonshine, sipping moonshine to the new sky. Taste toasted to me, race soaked in the rain.